Hi everybody, it's Kylie Nicole. Thank you for joining me again on another episode of The Empowered Path. I very much appreciate that. So we are coming up to Christmas at this point. I don't know when this particular podcast is going to be um, live, so we may well be past Christmas by the time you're listening to this. But some of the things that are coming up a lot at the moment are around price setting and value and what that means for your brand. So I thought that today we would talk a little bit about that around uh, prices, setting them up, value, perceived value, what all of those are and how that kind of works in your dynamic. So for new listeners, welcome. I am Kylie Nicole and I'm a medium in Perth in WA. I have a very corporate background and I came back to running my mediumship as a business after being made redundant two weeks after my son was born. So here I am helping other women do the same through the program called The Empowered Path, which is a six-week online program. And we actually have the new launch, well, the second launch of this program on the 23rd of January. So I'm super excited about that. Okay, so when you think about setting prices, it's a very personal decision. It's really not that complicated, though. So it obviously depends to some degree what your niche is, what you're doing. Are you a service provider or do you provide products? Like, what do you actually do? Because especially when it comes to products and if there is any kind of contemporary on the market, you don't want to be outpricing yourself and you also don't want to be underselling yourself. With anything, getting your pricing wrong has the capacity to damage the market and your brand. And that's kind of what I want is what I've been thinking about for the last couple of days and what I wanted to talk about on this session. So let's talk about your value, your brand's value, and how that is perceived, how that is set, where that comes from. When you start out in business, you are going to be dealing with a lot of emotions. And yes, I'm talking about the emotional stuff now, not necessarily the practical element of things. But your business is like an offshoot of who you are. So you take it really personally. You really care about what your business is or how your business is perceived would be a better way of, of putting it and what people think about your business. And feedback is so critical at this early stage, but it needs to be done in the right way and it also needs to be taken in the right way. When you are looking at your product portfolio or the services that you offer, you want to be very clear about a couple of things. So you're going to be trying to avoid overwhelm. And I know I've spoken about this before in a different session, but there is nothing worse for somebody who is potentially looking to work with you when they go onto your website or onto your Facebook page or wherever you're selling and they get overwhelmed because there's too much choice. So be have a small, have a small portfolio, have a core a core module of, of products or a, a core set of, of services that you offer, you can have a lot of other things that you keep in your back pocket and you can bring them out as like an introductory or a, a special or, a, you know, you're almost an event sometimes as well. So keep all of your ideas, don't get rid of them, but keep your best sellers as what is front and center for your business and also what you want to be known for. That's got to come first for you. So when you have all that sorted out, it comes to pricing. Now, with some things, you can just go and have a look at where your contemporaries are placing themselves in the sense of if you're selling products, you know that you're not going to want to outprice yourself and you're also not going to want to undersell. 
So you can go and have a look at a few different places and find an average cost and then work out your own expenses and find a comfortable place for you to pitch that particular product. When you're a service provider, it's a little bit more difficult because you're providing a service, but it's <laughs> I'm trying to find ways of explaining this. You're providing a service which is personal to you. It is absolutely incredibly unique to you. So no one else is going to get the same experience from you that they will from somebody else. This is a blanket statement and it is true for everybody. But it also means that you decide what you want to charge. You need to work out what is an equal energetic exchange for you. So again, on the spiritual stuff, on the spiritual side of things, I don't consider money as a currency. I look at it as an energetic exchange. So I have placed myself and my brand in a place where I know that I am creating an equal energetic exchange. And no one can answer that for you. This is not a question that you can go and ask a thousand people and take a, an average or go and have a look at what everybody else is doing because nobody else knows what you put into the service that you're offering. You have to be very clear about that yourself. And this is just one of, but definitely one of the more profound business steps and growth patterns that you're going to have to go through. Because again, every time you level up, every time you grow your business, this is something that you're going to have to reassess and re refigure out. So it is really worth getting used to the process right from the beginning. On the Empowered Path, we talk about prices and price setting a lot. And what I do caution against is pitching yourself too low. And that is with a product and also with a service provider because it is very hard to fix the perceived value of your brand. If you have pitched low uh, right from the beginning and then you decide down the track that you want to put your prices up or that you're, you don't want to be known as a, a low-end brand or a lower-end service provider, it is really hard to change that narrative and get people to perceive your work as a higher-end ticket. Uh, higher-end ticket? I know what I mean. <laughs> it's like a, a higher-value product. So you want to be bearing that in mind with the very first placement of the very first product or the very first service that you offer. I would, I would say go for a price that you're comfortable with and put 5 or 10% on top of that because that gives you room to grow. It needs to feel a little bit uncomfortable so you will step up into that challenge. Um, but it will also be something that places your branding in an appropriate place because, again, you can't, you can't just fix it. Uh, down the track. You can't go from being available to one market to then switching over into a next, like a higher end market overnight, because then you're going to have to start all over again with getting your message out there. If you outprice yourself from the market that you've grown your brand within, then you have to start again and find the clientele who are now appropriate for the market that you're placing yourself in. And it's just really difficult. And then things around loyalty and integrity come up and it's just, it's just a bit icky for lack of a better description. So to circumvent all of that, I would place yourself in an appropriate place right from the beginning. I also don't really think dropping prices is a good idea. And again, guys, this is a personal journey. This is my opinion. I've been in business for a really long time and I've been running my mediumship as a business for two years, which is not all that long a time. <laughs> but I think when you drop the price on something, if you pitch it too high and then you decide to drop it, I kind of feel like that's damaging as well to the perceived value of your brand because the energetic message that you're putting out there is that it's not an equal energetic exchange so that you're fleecing people or overpricing or taking advantage of people. And that's not the energetic connotation that you want to be moving forward with in your business. 
it's a lot easier perhaps to have offers on a product. So if you feel like you may have um, overpriced yourself on a product, do an introductory offer on that product for a month or for you know a couple of weeks, whatever feels right to you. Do an introductory offer on the product and see if the product moves with the lower price range. If it does, fantastic. You can keep that offer on for a little bit longer. Um, and if it doesn't, then at least you are aware of the fact that the price is not the problem. A lot of the journey that you're going to go through is going to be trial and error. And this is kind of the the process of elimination that we work through. <laughs> so no, it's not easy, uh, but it is totally worth it to, to play with a couple of things. So it's okay to play with your prices, but just do it in a way that protects your brand and the image of your brand. Um, perception is everything at the end of the day. And you also want to be maintaining that energetic signature at a higher vibrational level too. So these are things that being holistic in business involve, which I think mainstream businesses may not think about in quite the same way. So it's one of those, um, I guess, one of those pivot points that we have to embrace and use to our advantage because, again, intention is everything, energy, the energetic exchange and your energetic signature. Those things are also prevalent in business, even if they're not called directly that. I don't know anyone who hasn't struggled setting their prices and I would just say just set them. Find a place that feels a little bit uncomfortable and just set them because you, getting started is better than being perfect. And as long as you are not damaging your brand in any way or um, damaging the market. What I mean by that, by the way, is if you are, if everybody around you is offering the same product, say, and they're all offering it for $50 and you come in there and go bam at $10 because you work out in your head that maybe if you completely raked the price, <coughs> excuse me, if you completely dropped that price and raked it right down, then you would get the volume which would justify your uh, logistics costs in getting the product. And if you did that, then everybody would be coming to you. You would probably have a supply issue and you would have a lot of other people around you who would be annoyed with you because you've damaged the market. They can't compete with that level because it doesn't work for them. And I don't think it would, I don't think it would work for you long-term either just because of the logistics aspect. But when you do something like that, you damage it for everybody. And also, it, it doesn't really work the same way when you kind of have a higher price bracket because there will always be a price, there will always be more customers to match with every price bracket that you go for. So it's not really the same thing. Um, I think it's just worth knowing, like, so if you, if you outprice yourself, um, you will still find customers that you just might not find the ones that everybody else has <laughs> and that's okay there are always look there are always more customers there's always more money there's always more opportunity these things are not limited and they're not finite and wherever you pitch yourself you will find the people that will be drawn to you but that doesn't mean that you can do it without integrity because if you are outpricing yourself and what you're offering is not an equal energetic exchange that is one of the most damaging things that you can do to your brand as well so worth thinking about both things, um, both sides of the spectrum with this, because yes, it's complicated, but it doesn't have to be as complicated as we make it, I think. It doesn't help that we take things so personally as well. So if you had to set a price for something and, and somebody came along and was like, oh, no, that's far too expensive, you might feel that in your soul. What that person means is that's too expensive for me. It doesn't mean that it's going to be too expensive for your ideal client or your perfect person. So it's okay to let the clientele that are not for you or not for your brand and not for your product to go past. And even if you know anyone, recommend somebody. 
we don't need to be competitive in the space within a holistic space um, or a spiritual space or, you know, even any business. If you know that you can support somebody who you are working alongside, do it. There is no harm. There is no competition here. And we all work differently and we'll all find the people that we're here to serve. So it really doesn't have to be competitive in any way. And I am actually, I was going to say proud. I'm obligated, but not because I'm obligated. It's a, it's a, I don't know how to really describe it, but I am honored. There you go. I'm honored to be able to recommend amazing women who are doing amazing work, who are contemporaries of mine. And I don't see this as being a negative thing and I don't see this as being a competitive thing. And I often recommend other other mediums, tarot readers, uh, Reiki specialists, healers, you know, definitely things that I don't do, but also things that I do do because I know that everyone needs somebody and they'll find the right person. So if I can support somebody else's journey, I'm absolutely going to do that. I think also with the Empowered Path program, we've sort of done that in our community without really knowing that we were doing it. So all the women who have completed the course are all there supporting each other, recommending each other. They create like this little community and it's a beautiful place to be. It's also something where we can share our wins and the things that we've learned as well in a non-judgmental and a funny, lighthearted way. So, and that was just, you know, completely aside to the, the, the point that I'm trying to make here about pricing, <laughs> but away down the rabbit hole they went. So there we go. But yeah, I would... Um, I would definitely just write down, I'll get a piece of paper and write down your services, or your products and, and allocate a price to them. Make sure that it's an equal energetic exchange for your services, but also on the product front, make sure that all of your logistics and all of your costs are covered as well as your time um, when you offer a product price. And don't be, don't be shy about it. Like don't ignore the things that are actually costing you time or money because otherwise it's not a true reflection of the product and it won't work. You've got to be so honest with yourself in business. I think it's not always easy because we try and kid ourselves that things are not how they are. Especially when we're first starting out, we think that we can, you know, do things in a way that makes everybody happy, but it's actually impossible to make everybody happy. So you've got to do the best you can to have an authentic integrity-based product that you're offering to your perfect clientele and they will find you. And that's all that really matters in that space, I think. At the end of the day, the price is just a price and you can change them. It's just about how you do that. That matters, I think. You'll also come to the same sort of crossroads when you are leveling up in your business and when you're increasing your prices. And it's important to know when the right time is to do that as well. And I think I would have done a podcast on this as well um, from memory. But just for those of you who are new and also because it's never a bad time to remind ourselves... Anytime where you are significantly overbooked, when you are getting feedback from your clients that your value is amazing, that you're, they're getting a lot from the value that you offer. Anytime you are feeling a little bit stressed or frazzled because you're giving and giving and giving, but there's not enough balance, it's not the right energetic exchange. All of those things will show you that it's time to put your prices up. And when you do, you're going to go through this again. You're going to go through the same mindset and the whole, oh, I don't know. Um, does putting up my prices make me a bad person? Does this mean that I think too much of myself? Especially when you are a heart-centered or a holistic-spaced woman, and I'm sure with men too, but obviously my experience is being a woman. And you kind of feel like some of that conditioning comes in, some of that stuff that we've heard that is so damaging comes in and it's like, oh, well, you know, I can't charge too much for this because it's a gift. This ability is a gift. 
And I just want to be that little unpopular opinion that jumps right in and says, no, stop that right away. You deserve to be paid appropriately for the work that you do. And the only person who decides what appropriate is for you is you. If anybody else has an opinion about what you're doing, what you're charging, any of that stuff, they are more than welcome to keep it to themselves. That's not part of your energetic signatures. You have to be confident with this as well. And I know that's easier said than done, my word. Um, you know, it's, it's a rite of passage that we all go through in business, but I think just sometimes we overthink it a bit as a woman and especially in a holistic space. A lot of the work that I'm doing um, within the Empowered Path program is deconditioning. I'm trying to rewrite the story so that people can see clearly without the layers and layers of misinformation that holds us in a small and claustrophobic space. We are not here to suffer and we are not here to wear pain like some kind of badge of honor. And I am absolutely adamant that that will come through in my messaging with whatever work I'm doing, wherever I am in the world. And it's something that has been consistent for me for years uh, since I since I burned out, since I believed in that and kind of hurt myself through through that belief. I try and save as many women as I can or as many people as I can from following that particular experience. So, Yeah. I guess bottom line, guys, a price is a price. Make sure you're protecting your brand and make sure that you are uh, targeting the correct space, the correct perceived value that you want your brand to be associated with. And then just set the price. And again, you can play with this. You can do offers, you can do introductions, you can do uh, special events around something. There are lots of things that you can do and you can always take it off your portfolio and put it in your back pocket until a different time and you can reintroduce it at a different price at a different time. That's all okay. As long as you're not jumping all over the place, like you've got to give every product and every service room to breathe. So I hope that's helped. If you do have questions around price setting and value and brand value and added value and perceived value and all of the values and all of the prices and all of the things, feel free to drop me a comment or send me a message, email me. I'm available on most social media. The only one I'm not on is Twitter. Um, <laughs> never wrap my head around that. I think I'm showing my age now as well, but that's all good. So drop me a message. If I can help you, I will. I'm more than happy to help. And obviously, we also have the community on the Empowered Path um, program page on uh, Facebook. I forgot for a second what I was talking about. <laughs> so you can always jump on there and ask anyone any questions. And I will, I will obviously answer myself, but others might also jump on and give you some advice. So Join us there. We'd love to have you. Don't don't procrastinate around setting your prices. Just set them. Just set them. Play with them. Go in with the right energy. Go with the, with the right intention and it will be absolutely fine. So uh, again, I said right in the beginning, we are coming up to Christmas at the moment. Don't know when this particular podcast episode will be posted. But I really hope that you sit and set your intentions for your business for the new year. I, I always find this is such a cathartic and also an exciting time of year to set your challenges, give yourself something talent, tangible to work towards. And if you're not in a business, if you're not working for yourself yet, or you know, even if you're working for someone else, set your own personal goals and not in a new year's resolution kind of way. <laughs> Do it in a way that nurtures your soul and give yourself something short term that you can work on a week in advance and something that is midterm, so a few months and something that you want to achieve by the end of the year. Because as you achieve every goal, you're training your brain to believe that you that you are going to. And the, the future version of you has already achieved these things. So it's a safe place to play. And I, I mean, I have a little um, manifestation journal, which I write in. 
and I completely forget stuff and I go back and read it, you know, six or six or nine months down the track. And it's amazing how things come about and how quickly they come about when you have the intention and you set that energetic pathway for yourself. So I hope that you have had or will have an amazing Christmas and that the new year brings you everything that you wish for yourself. There is no better time to be a woman in business than right now. We are so blessed and so lucky. And I, I think, you know, I always feel so much in my heart when I think about the fact that what my life looked like before when I was in corporate versus what it looks like now. And I just wish that everyone could experience that level of freedom because it really is incredible. So that would be my personal wish for you. Find your sole purpose, find your freedom and live your happy. So on that note, um, happy holidays and I will catch you with next week's podcast. Yay.